Sisters, sisters, there were never such devoted sisters. You still can't get the words right. Come on. <laughs> well, everyone, how are we doing out there? I told you to stop talking about the coronavirus. We get it. We get it. Not enough beds. Not enough meds. We get it. We get it. Tracy, that sounds like a chant. <laughs> not enough beds. Not, not enough, enough meds. meds. We get it. We get it. <laughs> not enough beds. Not enough meds. We get it. We get it. <laughs> Is that Just- your... Is that your picket line? I guess. Well, I've had to start talking about the coronavirus, actually. So I'm really talking to myself, like we always say, because, you know, people are being dumb. So I had to I had to get in their face a little bit and tell everybody to stay away from each other. Yeah, okay? I know. We just had an awkward experience out there in the front yard with our neighbor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know I, what? I really just completely... Um, what do you call it? You offended. Yeah. I, I offended her next door neighbor. We were telling the kids, we were sending them out on a scavenger hunt, which we'll tell you about in a minute. It's a great idea. It's our tip of the day. Tip. Um, but we were sending them out on a scavenger hunt and the garage door opened and I was like, all right, hurry, go, go, you go guys, before they come out. You guys. And of course, Allison kept talking. And you guys, I look back and Tracy was slowly <laughs> stepping backwards one at a time. Like if you would like, think of it like I if was. you were, you were being approached by a crocodile or a bear. <laughs> A rhino. And how you would, like, don't look him in the eyes. And, like, creeping <laughs> backwards. I was creeping one. back. Like, I was invisible. Like, she couldn't see me creeping back. Yeah. Like, I was, like, tiptoeing back. <laughs> like, she couldn't see me doing that. And she's looking right at me. And then, yeah. by by the way, she kept moving forward. And I was like, um, what are you doing? And so then I started really moving yeah. back at a faster pace. And it got uncomfortable. And then I had to text her. And, and I was like, Allison, sorry. No, no. You didn't. Then Allison introduced me to her. And I've met her 10,000 times. And I know her. But then I said, nice to meet you. And. <laughs> And then I ran off and, and I said, Allison, we only have a minute. We've got to record while the kids are gone. We've got to go. Come on. Because Allison was moving in. No, I wasn't. I wasn't moving in. Under the arm hug. I was not doing that. I'm not going to play that game. Guys, by the way, I'm Allie Luckadoo. Tracy Meyer here. And this is your weekly, center. this is your weekly dose of unsolicited sisterly advice. This is what we do here. We're here to help you. We're mm-hmm. here to help. We're the helpers. It's our radio program. We're here to get you through this. Uh, who knew podcasting was going to be a, uh, a, yeah, a great a great gig when you're in quarantine? <laughs> yeah. Who knew? Exactly. My other job might be going down the tubes, but this one, <laughs> nobody's shaking hands these days. Nobody wants to learn how to shake anybody's hand now, but they sure they're sure going to listen to this. I also have Good an thing. online business. I'm kind of uh, winning here. We're okay. Um. And our sweet sister, Ashley, she has a pretty good gig. She has her nursing background. She's answering phones. Like, they call her to dis- to t- find out if they need to go to the hospital. So she's got a good at-home, actually, helpful job. She just took this job. It's crazy. Like, in the last few months. And, it, like, so where she's not, she was doing these heart surgeries. And before that, she was in the ER forever. And she's done all kinds of things with her nursing. She's amazing. She's our hero. Way to go, Ash. Um, and her sweet hubby. And her sweet husband. On the front lines. On the front lines. He's a family practice doctor. So I'm very nervous about their exposure to this. And they have three kids. And, um, but, um, they are doing great. Yeah, and everyone's so ready. far so they're good. Of course, not scared. Jim is very laid back about everything, which is awesome. Yeah, maybe he's taking ashwagandha. I yeah, he doesn't need it. I think he has a nat. He's like Joe. He has a natural ashwagandha. Um, I have definitely upped my intake of ashwagandha. <laughs> um, I certainly have. But anyway, Ashley just talk- took this job where she just sits at home and answers calls. And she deserves it. She's been nursing for how many years? Yes. I mean, 20, well, 30 years, forever. What's crazy. So I have a new nephew. Yes. Speaking of what's going on with like medical, you know, where, where people are in 
this is a scary time because like my little nephew was born at 34 weeks. So he is preemie. Right. You know, I, I, I keep thinking about all the people that are having babies right now. Yeah. I keep thinking about all the people that had weddings scheduled. Oh, geez. What about the Azalea Bells? The real one, the older oh, ones. Wait, no, all the senior seasons. All the senior seasons. Oh, the basketball, oh, baseball the players. Oh. It's just it's just we're a gonna tough think time. of something though. We're smart. We're creative. No, I know. The world is creative. We're gonna we're gonna think of something to do for them, and it's gonna be okay. Yeah. I have a feeling someone's it, gonna come up with something awesome. Like we're gonna play through the summer or something. I mean, you know. Yeah, something. we're gonna we're gonna come up with something. But I told my kids, I'm like, don't think that this is normal. Like this is absolutely unprecedented they're like what does that mean great so you're trying to freak them out no i I keep telling my kids i just tell them things and it's so funny because they don't panic even no matter what i tell them kids y'all kids are so uh (laughs) they're so resilient i mean i was just telling them just now we sent them on the bike scavenger hunt and i was like if anybody comes near you you just keep on riding it's not rude right now just keep on riding and say my mom said i can't talk to anybody i Um, mean yeah this is when a bomb shelter actually would actually that's this is what people in the 50s were talking about yeah but I was like, stay away from all people, you know. And they're just like, Ella's like, Tracy, okay, let's do it for our country. We owe it to our country. Let's, let's do it for our country. Our country wants us to. Greece too. Yes. The red, white, and the blue. It's not a lot to ask of us. Our parents will approve. You'll be a mighty soldier. And I'll win this war for you. Let's do it for our country. Our country wants us to. Greece too. So cool, good. Cool rider. They're talking about doing Michelle it. Michelle Pfeiffer. They are talking about doing it. Hilarious. Michelle Pfeiffer. And how cute was Michael. Michael. Oh my gosh. Oh. God! And French. I'm wearing my mother's underwear. I'm going to die and I'm wearing my mother's underwear. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer. Because oh, she dude. is she's just. She's the most beautiful. Uh, she's the most. She's a cool drink of water. She is the mostest. Um, but anyway. So, uh, but yeah, no, I did tell our kids. But um, we did send them on a fun little uh, outing today. We did. You guys were going to post it. Um, before. Well, Tracy and I have discussed this, y'all. I know there's a lot of you out there. And I'm going to. My hat's off to you. All you that are uh, doing the homeschool thing today and all you homeschool moms in general. But I've not gotten there yet. I'm really just taking this in and I'm kind of loving what's going on here. I'm loving the cleared calendar. Oh, please. I I, I actually think this is... So, Allison, you haven't started homeschooling yet? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I, I, I think this is actually... I'm sorry to everyone that's going through this God wink for me, but this is an actual God wink for me and my family. Dude, I'm loving this. I'm totally fine being lazy around the house and not leaving. I slept till 9.20. Oh, same, same, <laughs> same. And I, I slept in. I took a bath, of course. Oh, I. nobody's going to judge me about not going to the gym. Nobody's going to judge me about not going to church. Nobody can do anything. Nobody's I've, judging I've never been more relaxed. I know, I know. <laughs> Great. I'm really thriving. Yeah. Well, you know me, Allison. This is my time to shine. I mean, I've been I've been preparing for this my whole life. Right? <laughs> I haven't had to change a thing. I've yeah. got I've got antibacterial in every crevice of my car, Tracy. home, you know, bicycle. I've got I've got it everywhere. I'm a psycho about uh, germs and washing my hands and I've made my kids that way. Oliver's borderline OCD about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel you're, you're really good. operating other on all than cylinders. the fact that I cannot stop touching my face. Oh, and yeah. It, it, the other day literally, I like literally had both fingers like in my eyes nose and mouth it at was the same insane. time it was insane. at the same time because you know my allergies are going nuts so mm. this is not the time to tell me not to touch my face i love nuts oh i you know what i love nuts tracy i was trying to get through the i went to the grocery store yesterday guys this was against tracy's uh, advice but um she was like where how, why haven't you been all the week i was like because i was doing all the other things i mean 
we were still in school on Friday. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, don't don't kill me. Mm-hmm. But Tracy, there was, I was two, way ahead of the game. Of course, there Everything's was a couple, I've got MREs in my bomb shelter. Tracy, <laughs> there was um, two. Uh, a couple on their hands and knees looking at the nuts oh. on the nut aisle. They were going for hands it. Hands and knees. They were they were digging that's around. Not, that's <laughs> they not, were going not, for it. That's not they okay. Were, right and I was now. like, excuse me. And they're like, sorry, sorry, we're just getting our nuts. Oh, um, they just couldn't deal without their nuts. And of I guess, course, they were old. But you know what? They were pro. It was protein. I mean, they need the nuts. There's a good. They can't snack. live without the nuts. Um, hey, I feel you. But speaking of this uh, pandemic, I love cooking. Um, so oh, my kids this is love great cooking and making us. a mess in the thing. Tried a new uh, recipe last night: taco spaghetti bake. How was it? I was worried about it posting was, it because I was. I, I don't. I was. I, don't, I didn't no. know about it, Allison. My mouth's watering. It's. It was delicious. Was it? I think I could have spruced it up a little bit more with some like. Um, we put some jalapenos. Green chilies. On it. We added green chilies. Oh yeah. Um, but we added. Luck and I added jalapenos to it. It was really good. And mm. guys, I had to use. I bet you could put a dollop of sour cream on that. I thought about it. I mm-hmm. thought about it, but then I was like, I think I might on pasta. This seems a little weird. But yeah, I, I had. I don't it. need to add any more calories. You know what would have been good? Guacamole. Oh yeah, I think a little sliced avocado. A sliced avocado. Oh, yeah. But um, I used plant based meat. Alison, I'm so proud of you. I've been dying to try it, and I went there, y'all. The, the, and I think I know I love it, but you know who? You know who'll sniff it out like a bloodhound? Oliver. Oliver. Well, he'll, know. he'll be like, "What's wrong with this meat?" I told like I go, "Well, honey, we have a project on our hands. I accept the physical challenge." Um. <laughs> It was either ground elk or plant-based ground beef. And I was like, I think Luck could get behind this. He's kind of like a health guy. Oh, totally. Totally so, get behind it. So um, now I, I, I cooked it with onion and it was um, it was pink. And I was like, huh. Okay. It, so it was like a pink tinted. Because it's like colored by beet juice. It's like beets. To make yeah, it or something. Guts of a sick, cow. Sick. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Sick. So, um, but it was, it was actually pretty good. I mean, you could taste it a little bit. But um, but it was actually really good, and I mean, I'm telling you, that that taco bake would have been great with the real thing. But it was good with the plant based. Well, we made um last night we made some tacos, as well actually, mm. just real real deal tacos and uh, fantastico. Oh, ole! <laughs> <laughs> and and so we made them. But I had all this. I have some leftover sun baskets that I needed to use that I had. I had actually like used them for something else. And so anyway, I had this ground pork and I, I, did, I had ground beef, but I wanted to use it for something else. He's going to pork her, Russ. <laughs> He's definitely going to pork her. <laughs> um, but I... Is he going to pork her, Dad? <laughs> I think he's going to pork her, Russ. <laughs> You're being vacation. So good. Okay. They're going to be pigs. <laughs> um, but so I used the ground pork, speaking of pigs, and we'll be pigs. Uh, I used the ground pork and I put that taco. They didn't know. They were none you the wiser. What? So you can really, with that kind of stuff, you can really get Especially jazzy. Especially if you got sauce. Sauce. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, ground turkey you can slide in there for enchiladas and things. Heck but, yeah. But there's certain things I you can I love can't a turkey do. burger, dude. I do like a turkey burger. They're so good. Um, okay, so back to the scavenger hunt. So Tracy and I were going to record, and I said, Tracy, have them bring their bikes because Ella's left her bike in my yard for 87 days. In the rain, because that's what my kids do. They don't put anything away. They're the worst. And um, uh, we were like, okay, we're going to give them a scavenger hunt. They have to stay in our neighborhood. And they had to, we like gave them, <clears throat> gave them post its on things they had to go find. So things on the list were. A St. Patrick's Day flag. An American flag. A bird bath. Hanging hanging plants on somebody's front porch. Uh, a porch swing. A, ro- a rocking chair. Uh, what else, Tracy? Oh, pick up in the driveway. Yes, that was a good one. Basketball goal. Somebody walking their dog. A bridge. 
somebody that was not social distancing. Yeah, we did. And guess that. what? They, they, they had to take a picture. They had to take a phone and yeah. they, t- they have to take a picture of all the things they found with themselves in it. Yeah. In yeah. the picture. But we told them they're not allowed to take the picture of with the other person who not isn't social distancing. Practicing social distancing. Right. But they need to find somebody that wasn't doing it. So they're um, actually now kind of hunting. They're like, they're on the prowl for people who are not Right, practicing well, because that led us. <laughs> that led them to to listen. They were like, "What's that?" Of course, Asher was like, "What's that?" And I was like, <laughs> and "So we had to explain what social distancing was by showing them exactly how far away they should be from people." This is right and as so the garage actually, door was coming up, and Tracy yeah, was like, and "Let I was me like, show hurry you." Up, hurry, let me show you. Get out of here! Get out of here, guys! The garage door is opening. Somebody's coming out. She actually did say that. I really did. I really did. I was like, "Get go!" But um. But yeah, it, so they were actually listening because it was a part of the game and a part of the being, you know, awesome. Being uh, no competitive, uh, competitive. Yeah, being competitive. Where so do they, they get it? Where, Where do they get do it? They get it. Um. So yeah, I'm not panicking about starting the homeschool right nah, away. I mean, no, man, let's enjoy listen, this. Guess listen, what? Just because somebody decided to mess around with some nasty bat, I all of a sudden am supposed to have the patience and credentials to become a teacher at home What's from a bat? home? What, what bat? What are you talking about? Uh, uh, sorry, I don't have the credentials to homeschool. Right. Okay? Right. I'm not right. a teacher. It's I, not my bag. I, I, I'm not trained for this. <laughs> uh, but no, you didn't hear. They think that, they think that one, I'm sure this is, complete crap yeah but they they are saying that this all came from like a bat what uh, like oh my god like a like one of like a flying bat yes i was thinking a, a baseball bat oh heavens no <laughs> a bat hey. like a flying bat you know speaking of the english language is is sure why do we have so many words that say the same thing oh right i, I mean, mean people, two two and two i mean there, bear, there and there bear 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 left Oh, nobody says that. Oh. <laughs> I say it. Nobody. No, I, don't. I was like, bear. No, how no, many sorry. times? How many okay, ways so, are you using so that? So, Tracy, by the way, I was in Don't be Aust- a bear. So, a couple of Look, my friends. there's a bear. A couple of my friends and I went to Austin a few years ago. And it was, by the way, Austin is probably the coolest town ever. So, when we all break from this uh, quarantine, y'all, go to Austin. It's really cool. Allison, you're like dangling, like, and I'm like, like dangling a cat guys, toy in front you know, of the cat. You know, it would be you're so like, fun. You know, it would be, you guys, if you've never been to Austin, you should go. But not right now, of course, because you can't go anywhere. You know, you can think about <laughs> it that time. Head. You have to stay in your house without anybody around you. <laughs> um, no, but <clears throat> Allison, they're not going to Austin anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> the world's ending. Um, no, Sorry, but- folks. World's closed. <laughs> So anyway, Austin's cool, but we decided, everyone's like, well, you, you know, you got to go see the bats. You got to go see the bats, the bats, the bats, the bats. And we're like, oh, okay, we'll go see the bats. So what bats? Well, so there's this bridge in Austin that like thousands of bats live under. And so right at dusk, like right as the sun sets, they all come out. Okay. And no they fly and, they're, and no. it's like, and it's like smoke. It looks like smoke. There's thousands of bats. And sure enough, Mm-mm. everybody lines the streets. They line the bridge. Well, guess who has a good idea? Yours truly. I'm like, hey, let's go do it. Um, there's those water wheel paddle things. We'll ride those water bikes out underneath there. Underneath the bridge? No, it's not underneath the bridge, but it's near the bridge. But the bats flew over our heads. And guess what? What do you, you think happened? Bit? We didn't get bit. We got all this. Attacked? N- no, like the bats like pee and shit. That's disgusting. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And we were like, I can't ah! even believe I'm in the same room with you right now. You have the coronavirus. <laughs> And so we were all like, this was not a good idea. But, not a good idea. But it was a cool experience until that started happening. But there are people uh, out there in boats. Like everybody was, we were with the people out there in boats. Like, wait, okay, back it up. Are you telling me that you got actual bat crap and pee uh-huh. on your head? Pretty sure. 
No. Pretty sure. No. Yeah, don't do it. I would never it. have survived that. Don't do it. I mean, I would have had a heart attack and died just from the, the trauma yeah. no, it was, of having that happen. It was not... When that started happening, it was one of those things you were trapped. And there was nothing you could do. You had to go to your. You had to go to a different place in your mind. You had to switch over a multiple personality yeah. to deal with the trauma. I had to go see up uh, to my multiple my personality named Kate. Yes, <laughs> Kate dealt with it. <laughs> I sure don't hope to meet Kate sometime yeah. soon. Hey, Kate, come in, Kate. Kate I want to no, talk about no, this. Kate, stay where you are. Stay Kate, where you are. how was it? Kate, stay where you are. Kate. Um, but anyway. No, that so is that was gross. frightening, but we did have fun, shockingly, but then we all had to go hit the showers. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. So if you do go see the bats, it's a cool experience. Well, nobody's going to see any bats now because they're saying that's where this whole, the whole thing came from. I think like somebody was like, I forget what they said. I've read so much. Tracy, I've absorbed so much your, information in the where, last few days. Where, what, no, mom texted us about it too. Didn't oh, you get that text? Mom. She's like, you know, they all, they're saying that it all came from a bat. Oh, no. Yeah. Like somebody was messing around, like cutting up a bat or something. Somebody cutting got bit up by a, bat. a bat. I don't know. The guy that predicted this, that wrote a book about it, like five years ago, and predicted this whole thing. The guy that he he spoke with the president the other day. I, f- I can't recall his name right now. Sorry, guys. Corrections corner, but he is like the main guy they're going to about this. He knows all about this. He's like a kind of a disease specialist kind of guy, and uh, he was saying that. He, I, something about that it came from like something having to do with an animal and then like cross contaminated with us, and that's why it's like so hard. It's, I don't know, Tracy, that's why it's so hard to treat. Fake fake news, fake news. We all do need another tip we've got for you today is before you share stuff on social media, make sure it's from a legitimate source, okay? Fake news. I'm pretty sure, you know, just check your, check your. Check your sources. Check Snopes before you start passing Snopes. stuff around right now. Because everyone's getting all their news from Facebook, which is a real dangerous oh. thing to uh, do. Okay, well, everybody? There's nowhere else to socialize. So this is what we're going to do. And guess what? This is, goes back to my original thought process of <clears throat> nobody's on Facebook anymore. Liars. Everyone's on Facebook. Let's all just be friendly and, ha- and give each other like, great ideas. Mm-hmm. Support, our, support each other. Uh, also, it's, it is great facts. Don't hoard things. Every, all the other countries that have had this, guys, they say – that the store the stores and pharmacies will remain open just for basic you know necessary needs you can go there if you absolutely have to but nobody's run out of food okay even Italy is like look we never ran out of food that's you shouldn't be hoarding food and toilet paper like that is not a gonna be a problem okay beds and you know yeah meds beds beds meds, meds. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. We get it. Uh, but I, mean, so, that's but be I will the say about Facebook, I mean, it was something you shared, so I would have probably seen it anyway. But when I, um, we did go out to dinner Saturday night again, we were in school on Friday. Schools hadn't been, I think schools had just been canceled actually Saturday. But we went up the street and I kind of was okay about it. And then the next morning when I read that article. That I sent you? Yeah. I was I, like. I was, I was shaming Allison to death oh. when I found out she went to a restaurant. I was like, are you insane? And she was like. Now we can't hang out. Now we can't film the podcast. Now our kids can't play. Those are the only people that I was going to allow them to ever play with. And now that's off the table. Well, that's what they said. That you could pick one person. Obviously, we're family and we live across the street. And, and I totally trust Tracy. She doesn't trust me. I actually do have somebody that's. Oh, this is what I've been training for. Yeah. My um, so you have to trust them and have to know that they're not, you know, out seeing other people and doing other things. But you can do it with one family. Not right. Uh, you can <laughs> do it for a country. Do it for your country. But um, but anyway, so my friend Michelle texted me the next morning. She goes, how much hell are you getting for going out last night? I was like, it's funny. I haven't really heard that much. But just after reading this morning, 
it is you feel bad your own I, self i i wasn't i was being reckless especially with with our family and all the secondary health concerns that we have around us um oh we have almost everyone in our immediate family is uh immunocompromised and so right then michelle and i came up with a little community service idea called caring to deliver and we're gonna help because everyone's like you gotta support the the local businesses and I get that but you you can't you can't right and now, now states are shutting down and a lot of people are using that excuse to go out to bars for St. Patrick's Day Idiots. and fill the bar reckless guess, guess who, reckless. who we should be worried about all these college kids that are still going on cruises and running around all, all these Idiots. different countries and coming back from studying abroad and they're apparently just letting them walk right in our country Idiots. Um, not testing them for a thing and they've all been abroad they've all been everywhere they're all coming home and they're like you know I'm sure like how we were or we would have been if we were that age. They think they're invincible. Y'all, their frontal they can cortex. They carry it. Their frontal cortex. Their amygdala is not fully, <laughs> it's not fully uh, grown yet. Watch it's his not mature. They don't understand long-term decisions. So parents, you have, you're going to have to be the parents here. You're I know gonna this is hard have- for everybody, but... You're going to have to say no play dates to your kids and they're going to scream and yell at you and say I hate you and you're going to have to be the parent. If right. you, if you're if they're doing that it probably means you're doing the right thing. Right. You're, you're teaching them that maybe they won't get sick, but they can't bring it home to us because there are 40-year-olds y'all, 40-year-olds, mm-hmm. 50-year-olds that I, I we have a doctor friend and she is uh she has a friend in Seattle right now that's taking care of two healthy 20-year-olds on vents. No. Right now that got it. 20-year-olds. So we this is a novel virus. No one has antibodies to it. it they say it's kids are pretty fine up until now, but you just never know. So right, the, but they're running around because they think they're invincible, just like we did when we were that age. And right. they're just like, oh, we're gonna be fine. It's fine. Everybody's overreacting. Our niece is saying that, I believe. Um, oh. Our sister just told me she's saying everyone's overreacting because they're getting information from Facebook. Well, and they're saying all the, they're, all the information they're, on Facebook that I see is not saying it's not anything. Right. But I think the 20 year olds are all passing stuff around on Instagram and stuff saying uh, everyone's overreacting. This is just like the flu. It's not like the flu. Okay. It's a lot more contagious than um, the flu. It's not like the flu. Well, so but what Tracy said to me, she was like, I mean, even people, you know, uh, pre- preparing your food if they have it, you know, but. Right. I so don't trust. T- I'm they, just eating at home. I can cook at can, home. Yeah. So I think if, if you can't cook or you, you know, you're done cooking or, but I think delivery is best. So we put this thing together. So for restaurants who have d- delivery specials or are able to deliver, that they can just fill out this form and we'll publish it to the group. We have about six restaurants that have already started participating. Maybe you can vet them. Like Wheels, there's a, if you're local in Wilmington, y'all, Wheels Pizza. First of all, I had been meaning to try it because everyone had been saying how amazing it is anyway. Where is and it? And they do a food truck too and stuff. It's downtown, like somewhere, but they also mm. do, they do like a truck. It's really cool. Anyway. Is that why it's called Wheels? Yeah. I don't even know if they have like an actual storefront. But anywho, they were way ahead of the game. Way before any of this broke, they had put out this thing that they were doing a completely no contact like pizza delivery basically. So these are my people. These are my people, Allison. It's like they like wear the gloves. They're like our oven goes to 800 degrees. You know, no one's ever touching the box or the pizza. You know, it's completely, no one's ever touched it. And and I'm like, yes. So maybe you're a delivery. And then they, they, they'll like literally leave it out on the curb for you. So you don't That's have to nice. have any contact with anybody, but you can still go pick up the pizza that nobody's ever touched. I'm like, <laughs> boom, you, my friend are nailing it. You just earned yourself a lifetime customer. Okay, <laughs> right That's here. What you did. Here's what it says. It says, "Wheels Pizza Zero Contact Delivery." First of all, this is so sci-fi that we're even dealing with. No, this. And it's I'm sci-fi. This, like this is not it, a big deal, and this is crazy. It's like on Back to the Future, where like he's up in that tree. And oh, remember, I, they they like trick him, and he, 
and that he's like a that that Michael J. Fox is like from the future. And <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You are from the future. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it says, today we're introducing new drop-off options that will give you the ability to specify how you like to receive de- deliveries. Um, but it's da 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 da. But it basically says they'll see they'll receive no cash tips because they don't want to cash dirty is money. dirty dirty. Uh, but it says uh, n- new drop-off options. Uh, you can choose to meet our delivery guy at the door, as in the past, meet curbside, or go non-contact and have deliveries left at your door. Yes. To use this new feature, order as usual and request the option in the comment section. Regardless of the request above, no cash tips will be accepted. All of our pizzas will come with a sealed, sterile hand wash towel. And our pizza boxes will be delivered in a sterile plastic sleeve by a delivery expert wearing gloves. Awesome. Our pizzas are baked at over 800 degrees, removed, sliced, and boxed by bakers wearing gloves at all times. The pizza box is then placed into the plastic sleeve. Upon delivery, the delivery person slides they the box out of the sleeve <laughs> by tilting it forward while wearing gloves to ensure zero. Zero human contact with the box and pizza at any time throughout our oven-to-door delivery process. I mean. These people are speaking. It's like they're flirting with me. Tracy, this is foreplay. This is foreplay. I'm turned on. (laughs) I'm turned on. Now, so that's what on our caring to deliver form, we actually put what precautions are you taking to ensure safety? And cleanliness. Yeah, so I think that's important. Them. Yeah. What does I've, vet them mean? Like you need to check them out and make sure they're doing everything can they can while they're preparing the food right. and getting the no. food. Because it doesn't help if some guy's got the corona coughing all over it and then they put it outside for you to come and get and you eat it. If it right. stays on stuff for three, four days like they're saying it does. And that's you guys were thing, riling guys. her up over here. You got it. You, listen. <laughs> Tracy, come on, take a deep breath. And you can't, you, <laughs> when you do these play dates with only your family friends, which but you have to make sure you choose a family that has, is not going to see anybody else either. Because if they're seeing one other family, you're seeing one other well, family. Guess how many people that is, guys? Luck is uh, still working. He's at, working for the government. Okay, we so might have to not I know. see you anymore. I know. Um, well, I was thinking that, but I, I have to let you know. Um, I mean, we're not, we're staying here, but I told Luck he's got rules up there. Right. And he said there's not a lot of people there today. It's like a busy Saturday. Well, I've been doing a lot to pump up my immune system. I bought some elderberry. Same. Same. I've been drinking this immunity, these immunity tablets you can drop in water that you can get at, uh, you can get at, I believe, Harris Teeter and Walmart. What does your- Vitamin C and zinc. What does your bill look like at the end of the month of all of this? Drinking my protein shakes that have got all the probiotics in it, giving my kids a probiotic and a multivitamin, um, giving them elderberry every day, making Joe's, Joe's now started on a probiotic, which he hasn't taken before, which is also dumb. And I'm going to make him drink the protein shakes that has all the vitamins and minerals. You just got to stay healthy, boost up that immune system. Boost it. You know, antioxidants, blueberries, boost. strawberries. Come on, you know. Um, so, Tracy, um, some people might feel like a little bit like they're in jail, right? It feels a little bit like they're incarcerated. Well, and if you go to, if you go to, if you go to parks and stuff, you know, the germs will stay on all that too. So, it, you know, good ideas are soccer. No one's touching the ball. People right. staying away from each Hands other. Hands free. Okay. Basketball, your tennis, you're still touching the ball. Hey. You're all touching the balls. I, balls, heard that, balls. I heard that tennis balls are like the Petri dish of like, they're just full of just Sick. nasty. Sick. Tracy, you could have staring contests. Oh, yeah. You could tell jokes. No, yeah. You could put on a, a putting on the hits. You could. Uh, we have got to get Julie to tape the putting on the, us doing putting on the hits so we can post it from the VHS. Well, I, I thought I'd tell Julie, the, get on it. You have plenty of time. Plenty of She's time. She's quarantined, y'all. Her, her immune system is down in the dumps. And so she is self-quarantining. And Jules, you got plenty of time. Tracy, I thought I'd tell the story about when I almost went to jail. 
Oh, today. speaking of jail. Anybody want a good story? You guys. <laughs> Allison, this is the freaking best. So this is one of our, this is one of those those uh, stories that gets told around the. Uh, this is our radio show. This, this is our radio show. I'm going to give you a, a story. It's, it's a drama. It is also uh, filled with mystery and uh, adventure. Um, so yes, it is. Okay, I'm going back to old 1997, y'all. <laughs> um, Picture it, Sicily. Yeah. 1997. My friend Kim had the party of the year one summer. It was like the summer before our senior year. Kim wait. Nope, Kim Tote. Oh, Kim Tote. And Tracy, people Tote's need to be anonymous. Bullets. People need to be anonymous. Um, no, they don't care. Anyhow, so they uh, there's this awesome party. Everybody was there. I mean, every age, every year. Shout out. Send me a message if you were there. Um, and we all were having fun. I mean, you know, there was lots of, you know, we were all underage. Not a lot of good things happening out there. And Drinking the old Natty Light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And PBR. We used to kind of party like in the cul-de-sacs like a lot. Like when people. Like, oh, were, that's all we did. For, like neighborhoods or like fields. We had field parties. Field parties. Yeah. Yes. This um, is in Georgia, Atlanta. Yeah. And a rudder. And we, uh, this one night, you know, when somebody's parents go out of town, you're going to, you're going to go to this, you know, to their house or whatever. So yes. <clears throat> this was a night that my mom, of course, never let us ever go out and we sleep We were under over. lock and key. We never got to sleep over anywhere. And, um, but this night I was like, I'm sleeping out. And so I had my friend, Jenny, call my mom and pretend like she was the mom. And say that it was okay that I slept over and I like, got her clearance. Oh, nice. And so, because she had like a really deep voice. <laughs> mom, sorry. Totally lied. Because our mom was so good. Like she called every time we would go anywhere and make sure the parents were there. Yep. And that did not stop time to make out sessions in sixth grade in uh, Eric Cook's basement. <laughs> Whatsoever. So. So we um, are, are all having a ball. Well, Andrea and like all my best friends, they're, they're like the good girls. They all just, they all were like, it, it was getting really big. And it was getting really loud. And, you know, you have to have that, like, instinct, right? Uh, Something's about to go down. I had a party when mom and dad went out of town one time. And it gets real big and out of control real quick. Real fast. And then you just have to start drinking Everclear and beer bonging because you're like, I am screwed. I mean, Everclear. It can run a car. And people are, <laughs> why were we drinking this? Why were we drinking what this? What do they call it? Purple Jesus. <laughs> Purple Jesus. Purple Jesus. <laughs> oh, is that on Shag? Yes. Um, anyway, so we, um, so Andrea and like Lindsay and of course like Trish, all of them, they're like, and even Kimby, I think they all like just left. They're like, we're going to go get something to eat. And they just left. Of course, I'm like staying back, right? And all of a sudden we hear it. And everybody oh, turns the lights <laughs> out. And everybody <laughs> hides, hits the deck. Everyone's running around like panic. Oh, totally. And they, the cops, fi- somebody finally, I know Brendan Dumont actually was the one that went and opened the door. They're like, if you don't open this door. You don't have to open the door. See, but you don't know your rights when you're when you're young like that. They're like, if you don't open this door, we're going to break it in. Always say get an attorney. And I think Brendan <laughs> actually was the one that went down and like was like, uh, hello Whoa. officers. <laughs> Good afternoon. Yeah. Good and evening. So the first place I had gone to was the attic. Like, there was a couple of us up in the attic. We pulled the thing down and crawled up that ladder and <laughs> nice. pulled it back up. Yeah. And we were up there like Clark Griswold, like trying on grandma's clothes. <laughs> Sweating. I was like hugging a Christmas tree up there. Was like, so, it was, was so it dusty. Was it so hot up there? Was, no, no, I think it, well, it must have been because it was, um, it was uh, summer. So, Ew. anyway, we would have been all I'd fine. Rather get there was like six of us up there. And there would have been like, we would have been fine until pink 
insulation was like found on the floor. Oh. So sure enough, these cops, there was like six of them in there. They're they, like, we're detectives. Yeah. <laughs> they came up there and they got us all out. We all had to like climb down the ladder. Oh man. And then they kept looking. They're like pulling people out of closets, out from under people's beds. Like they were pulling people out of every room. This is amazing. And so another time, so then like I kind of tiptoed around to another room and I hid back in a closet that had already been searched. And I was like, I'm going to stay here. And sure enough, then I got rooted out again. I was like, damn it. Oh my God. Were and, they like, stop it. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, get you. Get over here. <laughs> And so they went and they sat us all they down. They had no idea the fear of our mother. Of our mother. That we of have, course. actually. They so, underestimated your fear oh, of our mother. Oh, man. So they made us sit around the living room. Like, there was probably, like, I would say, like, maybe 45 of us, like, all sitting next to each other, like, holding onto our knees, like, in a box. Sounds like a rager. Was it, it fun was before a, this happened? It was a ball. Oh, I bet it was so fun. Oh, they were playing, you know. Strip poker? Sammy Kershaw, <laughs> Vidalia. Oh. Vidalia. <laughs> Love, won't you tell me why? I don't know Sweet that song. Vidalia. I mean, we're Never just like that having a ball. Anyway, dancing on the tables. I mean. Oh, yeah. And so uh, that we're all sitting around in this square. And there's two cops watching us. And then there's two cops in the kitchen. And then there's like two cops like in the front of the house. And so, you know, well, I'm sitting there. We've all been drinking. So I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom. So I, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm not going to make it. And if anyone knows me. That's the I'm worst not gonna make it. in the world. I'm not going to make it. I am going to, I'm going to go on the floor. It's the worst Like a cocker spaniel. And so I, I finally did it. Because you know me, I'll, I'm not scared. I'll, I just went up to the, the police officer. on the floor like a cocker spaniel? No. And I was like, sir, I was like, I'm so sorry, but would you mind if I use the restroom? I was like, I, I really have to go. And they're like, look at each other. And they're like, I mean, and one by one, somebody is getting, has to go into the kitchen to the other two cops. And they're like sending them in and the other ones are coming back out. You're like, my 16-year-old bladder can't handle all right. this natty light. <laughs> right. Natty. <laughs> beast. Gross. So I was like, um, and they're like, sure. And so I went to the bathroom and then I came back. And so that started this like steady stream of like people going, going back to the bathroom. To the bathroom. Well, after a while, we, we sat in there. It must have been like an hour. Well, all of a sudden, people started going to the bathroom and not coming back. This was on the second floor. There was about a 12-foot drop. People were starting to go to the bathroom and jump out the window. Amazing. Yeah. So they're jumping out the window. It's like prison break. No, this was a. This is should be a movie. Yeah. And so then the cops are like sitting there, and they're like, they realize that people are, and they're like, and so one cop walks back there and goes, Hey, they're, they're jumping out the window. And so the other guy runs back there to see. And all of a sudden, there was like Now two... they're like, oh, great. They're like Barney Fife. Yeah, they're not yeah. going to bring anyone oh, yeah. home because Maybe. they let everyone escape. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I was like, oh, my gosh. I, for like literally 10 seconds, there was no one watching us in that middle of that room. Right. Okay? And everyone's like frozen. Everyone panicked. And I said to my friend Adam Estrada, I was like, I think I'm going to go in this closet. And there was like a closet in the middle of the room. It was like a coat closet. And I was like, I think I'm going to go in there. He goes, if you're going to do it, I do it right now. And so I went in that closet and I shut the door in front, like really, really quick. Back in another closet. And there was no I was room. Like, nobody can keep you down. Nobody can keep I'm going to go out fighting. I was like, Tracy, you could escape from, like, like if you ever got in prison, like Nelson Mandela or something, yeah. I would have complete faith no. that you would yeah. find your way back. I would find it way, way out. After hearing this. So that, guess what? There was no room for anyone in that closet. Okay. It was like packed with coats and a vacuum <laughs> I was literally like straddling this vacuum trying to sit on it and Tracy you no. you had not known this but I borrowed your chakas 
like you those jerk those blue awesome like late uh, river shoes that you have like they're no, like they were alps oh yeah whatever. those are my favorite shoes ever and i always wonder what happened to them they're still in that closet i hate you so more on that soon. So you're anyways, the worst. Those things were also like eighty bucks, and you had to drive. Tracy, you probably bought them with my money that you stole out of the teapot where I put all my babysitting money. You probably bought them with that. What? I don't know about any teapot. We Andrew and I put our babysitting money, and I think you had some sticky hands. I doubt it. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I had I had tell ten it, jobs. Tell it, just to the money. Judge. tell it to the judge. Tell it to the judge. I want an attorney. Tell it. To the- I want an attorney. <laughs> I revoke, I, I revoke my, I invoke my right, a Fifth Amendment <laughs> rights. I so, will say nothing. So I'm in there, y'all. And I think I kind of like go lose consciousness for a little while. And I she was, was like, going in and out of going, consciousness. Was, I couldn't it was so breathe. Hot. It was so hot. I couldn't breathe. And then finally, <laughs> you go dark. Finally, I woke up. up and I didn't hear anything. That's like anything. those kids who, who, who lose consciousness on those rides when they go yeah. up really fast yeah. and they lose yeah. consciousness yes. and then they come back up and they're back in the game and then they lose consciousness again. Yes. Free fall. That's I was, what you were doing in there. I literally, so finally I, I kind of like woke up and I didn't hear anybody anymore and I was like, huh. And I open up the door and there's like nobody out there and it's all dark and there's like 20 cases of beer that have all been dumped out on the in the kitchen. Oh, um, and I was like, oh my gosh, no one's out here. Mm-hmm. And so I tiptoe around and I was like, um, and I was like, I got to call mom. She, I was supposed to call her at 1130. It's like 1245. And I was like, uh, and so I, I tiptoe. She probably sent the police. (laughs) I tiptoe and I, I call mom. I'm like, Hey mom, sorry. We fell asleep. Everything's cool. And she's like, okay, you know, have a good night. And I look out the window. She didn't yell at you for that. This is why we had different moms. No, I think she was asleep or something. She didn't go to sleep unless we were home, please. Well, so anyway, Tracy, I look out the window. There are three paddy wagons still in the cul-de-sac. What? And I was like, <gasps> and I was like, they've seen me because the light was on. I'm in front of the bay window. Like they've seen me walking around in here. And so I ran back to my closet and I ran in there. And I back go, in the closet. And I, and I shut it really quick. And sure enough, they come in and they're like, <laughs> I don't see it. <laughs> I, where, I, I don't see it anywhere. He goes, got it. He'd left his flashlight. No. Yes. Allison. Yes. I was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Oh. So they finally leave and they peel off with 50 of my friends in the back of three paddy wagons. It was the first official like crackdown on underage drinking that like Georgia was going through back in the late 90s. They gave us a curfew. They arrested uh, everyone and took them where Bobby you Brown. Allowed to be, you weren't allowed to be out after what, Dude, 11? They were, if you were, you got, you got taken in. We had a curfew. They, they were incarcerated with Bobby Brown in the Atlanta Fulton County Jail, downtown Atlanta. Shut up. Yeah. What was Bobby Brown doing in there? Oh, what do you think? Um, Who the hell knows? Anyway, so I... Go, I finally go out the front door and you, it was like the apocalypse there were people coming out of the woods dragging their feet people had like broke their ankles jumping off out of that window, window and they all come in there like, and we were all like slapping fives we're like oh. we made it yeah well the thing is I had um I had gone with my boyfriend and Andrea by the way had been at this party right and then gone home like a good girl or something yeah she was not there she yeah, yeah. she didn't so I she had was still had my boyfriend originally right yes she went to the yes. party but then- they all left right before because it was starting to get too crazy and like I think they all had a feeling and they left they all said they're like Smart. oh no we knew they not were not Allison not me Mm-mm. but I had my boyfriend's mom's car and she had to go to work that next morning oh, and my boyfriend had been taken down to the slammer no yes so I had, so I saw, I, we met up with our friends, we're slapping fives, you made it. I had to drive, drive, drive some people home afterwards. And I was like, I got to go get my boyfriend out of jail. And I've got this mom's car. Jeez, Allison. Um, long story longer, I ended up getting, my, the only friend that wasn't there was Steve, <laughs> our friend Steve, who got his wisdom teeth out. <laughs> and he helped me gather bail money. And I went downtown barefoot 
to the Atlanta Fulton County Jail. Why didn't you get my shoes? And bailed my boyfriend out. And I was sitting but, with... But time out. Why didn't you get my shoes? I was scared to death. I didn't know where they were. I couldn't find them. The closet was too packed. Why would you take off Alps? It's not like they were heels. Tracy, I don't know what happened in that closet. I was trying to live. <laughs> but... I ended up, so I'm in there in the waiting room with all my friends' parents, and they were like, you're such a good girl, and uh, they were all so, they did were- Did they wonder why you were barefoot? I don't know. I didn't I didn't say anything, but I was barefoot, I guess, because it was in the middle of the night. Oh, And, I mean, God. these people who got arrested, I mean, it was like on their records. Anyhow. Oh, yeah. Permanent record. Um, And so, they, they nobody ever knew, and then the next morning, I went home, and mom was reading the paper in the bath. I'll never forget it. And she was like, whose house were you at last night? Nobody's. And I was like- <laughs> Kim's and she was like and it had her, her name in the paper and about how they just had the big crackdown on whoa, this whoa 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 yeah Allison that was lucky yeah wait but you didn't even tell the part about how so you bailed your boyfriend out right and yeah. then you had to go back to his house to get the card back to his mom yeah and then and then you like had to call or something so I went I didn't know where else to go so I went back to his house and I was like in his house and, and he wasn't there. And he wasn't there. And, and I was like, the I don't know what to rang, do. And, and the, you answered it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what to do because I, I was, I had the car. I had to leave the car. I didn't know what to do. I was like, so you just was, snuck into his house, and he no, wasn't even I had there. the garage door opener. I just, sat, I just, and his parents were up asleep, and I was like, I don't know what to do. And then um, all of a sudden, the phone rings. And the phone rings, and I was like, and Allison freaking answers it. And I go, it. hello. <laughs> and he goes, he asked, he thought it was his sister, and I go, no. And he goes, Allie. And I go, yes. <laughs> And he was like, what are you doing? It's like his only phone call. And his parents had left the ringer off because that's what they did. Went Crazy at night. Town. Um, they left the ringer off. And so, and I had known that. And um, so he was like, you got to come get me. And he thought I had jumped out the window. And I was like, no, man, I was in the closet like the whole time. <laughs> Straddling the vacuum. And so I went and bailed him out. Nobody Dude, knew. Dude, so I don't think his parents ever knew. Insane yeah. luck, insane, all of it, insane, insane. Yeah. You guys, you, you, you people with high school kids, that's what they're doing right now. <laughs> that's oh, what they've been doing every yeah. Friday night. Yeah. So uh, that was. Uh, that's hilarious. That was a doozy, and uh, I made it. And um, I'm pretty glad that there are no other forms of proof of my high school and college years dude uh thank god there was not social media then oh, guys if you're young nightmare. if you're young and you are uh still having fun posting wild things be careful they're gonna haunt you <laughs> and by the way i did ask my pal kim if i could share this and she said it was fine <laughs> good yeah <laughs> to all well, those I, it was in 1997 it's like watching a forensic files from the 80s it's all like, names we're, we're have been changed for the safety <laughs> Yeah. If you heard any names, they're fake. Yeah. I'm pretty sure everybody's cool with a high school party in 97. Okay. Okay. Man, I was real real cool with a high school party in 97. (laughs) Take me. I was the coolest. Tracy, take me back. Take me back. Not to that night particularly, but maybe not that night. Maybe not that night. Um, So let's get into it, Tracy. We we got some... uh, I've got a, I had, I had an episode that happened uh, this weekend. Speaking of Myers Modern Manners moments, uh, I'd love happened? your feedback on. Guys, I haven't told Tracy this yet. I was waiting to do it live. Okay. Um, so I got, my kids were invited to a sleepover again, don't we? I all hate them. First of all, uh, no sleepovers, Allison. I know. Well, so anyway, but this is kind of a unique situation. So there's a little boy that was over. Let's all agree like, right now. No one's gonna have any more sleepovers, right? No, not anymore. Okay, right. that's 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 let's all out of follow the, the rules. Out of the question. Okay. Um. So anyway, they were uh both my boys were invited over to a sleepover with two boys their age, and there was um 
a neighborhood child that was also over there. And I think they did want to kind of play with each other. And the kid was kind of over there. Well, my son, guys, mm-hmm. aren't we proud, was basically like telling him to leave. Mm-hmm. Like going like, why don't you just go home? Like you need to leave. Why was he and telling him to leave? I think they had all kind of like agreed that they kind of wanted him to leave. And Asher was the front man. And Asher was the front man. The prickly and front so man. I, when my, my sweet friend, she was so kind, she messaged me the next day. She said, I just want to tell you about an incident. You know, our little neighborhood friends' feelings were really hurt. And I go, who was it? Was it Asher? Of course it was. I, Luck and I are on him like Donkey well, Kong. he needs I mean, to be. I, I, I feel like we need to bring back spanking for oh, that guy. <laughs> well, we are. I might spank him. We're working on restricting, you know, iPads, skateboards. No, we're just we're cracking down. I mean, he's I think got- you need to go with him. I think you need to go like instead of the hard punishment, like because you're not going to stick to it anyway. Um, yes, I am, Tracy. Offense, um, but I think more for him, he just needs like empathy lessons. Like I think I would go more the route of like. How do you think that that made I that did. child feel? And it, what if you were that child That's and what I did. a whole gang of kids told you to go I home? Did. How would that make you feel? It's almost like he needs more like empathy training. Well, so anyway, that's exactly what I said. So guess what I did? I think you're going to be proud of me. So, but Am, uh, my friend let me know. She was like, just, um, you know, I wanted to let you know what happened. And I was like, <laughs> she goes, I'm not pointing any fingers. She goes, because they were all wrong. No one stuck up for this little kid. I think they all wanted him to leave. But it was like a, you know, and I told my boys after the fact, because I talked to them a lot about it yesterday, and she was like, I used it as a teaching moment. I was like, great, you know, great advice. And I told her, I go, this sounds funny, but I love this kind of stuff because it does give me a chance to have a good conversation with them. Right. But I had to say a couple things. Well, they're all learning. They're yeah, all, and that's what I on the earth for eight years. And that's what I told him. I was like, I know you're learning. And I did say to him, I was like, first of all, first step I did, I made him call uh the mom, where he stayed, and apologized for his behavior. Oh, good. For being rude, and I made him get on the telephone. I and didn't... let him know that these are how these are the things that you do that don't get you invited back to places. And that's what I said. If you'd like to not be invited to any birthday parties or any playdates or sleepovers, and you can keep that up. Right. So I made him call the mother, and then I made him call the friend. I got the number of the neighbor kid, good. and I made him call him, nice. too. Nice. And he left a Can't message. I believe he did it. He did it. And I was like, I'm really proud of you. I know that that was really hard. Really and that, hard because he's very like shy. And and, and he, you know, had was a little teary when he did it, but he did it. And I said, when you make a wrong, there you have to make it right and you have to call and apologize. And something at this level, you have to call. I've even told my husband, when I'm upset at a certain level, that's when you pick up the phone, dear. You don't just text dear. somebody back, mm-hmm. dear. You know, sometimes you have to call people. And mm-hmm. in this world of texting and Facebooking, I mean, you, you need to call. You just said dear like sidebar (laughs) I was telling my friend a a while back that whenever I call my and I think I've told you this too when I call my kids sweetheart yeah that I really mean like asshole yeah so whenever I'm like "Uh, can you come pick up your dinner plate and take it over to sink sweetheart I've told you that a million times I'll be like can you go clean your room sweetheart give me a minute sweetheart get out of the bathroom while I'm in the bathtub sweetheart I'll be with you in just a moment and it's really like my code word for inside my own brain of being like at you know you little shit yeah Tracy (laughs) they're gonna have like um a relationship in the future and someone's gonna call them sweetheart they're gonna like go into a corner and start sucking their thumb and they're gonna be like rocking back and forth like what did I say what did I do they don't know they think I'm just calling them sweetheart Mm -hmm. I'm sure they do firm tone but in my own mind I I know that that's not really what I'm calling them yeah 
and it, and it helps me. Yeah. Uh-huh. It helps me get through. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. It's your code word. Yeah, it's my code word it's for my word. own brain. It's, it's my safe word. So I can feel better because it, it makes me feel better that I've called them a little asshole yeah. when they're doing that stuff. Yeah. But I really didn't. I called them sweetheart. Right. It's like yeah. when they tell me that, Mommy, please don't talk to me when you're smiling like that. Yeah. Dear. Um, That's when you pick up the phone, dear. Dear. So anyway, so I did make a call. And then later on I said, and by the way, here's another learning process is be aware of when you're wanted in a, in a social gathering like if you're the kid that you know nobody wanted him that, there that, how did he get over there if nobody wanted was, him there so it's a it's a tricky situation because there's a neighbor and he just walked over yes uh, and so you can't really say go home and so me and the mom were talking we're like we actually have that sometimes well as the host mom should have said we have a play date going on over here honey yes. can you come play another time because it's too many kids I agree. that's when you have to be the host mom yes. and you have to take control of the situation agreed and I think you know, sometimes when you know, some kid just walks over out. like your neighbor that's mean to my kids you know that always walks over sometimes I'm like I wish you would send him home because my kids are here and it's like I don't need him here being mean to everybody you know well I, so if I ever were to find out but sometimes you don't know if they're the being situation. mean if you don't know they're being mean but I, I try to keep, if she would have said that that would have that would have diffused that um, the situation no 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 it would have avoided the whole situation from ever happening yeah because sometimes it is too many kids okay well, yeah. and I teach in my classes I say look just try to play with one friend because when you have three friends together we Odd all man know out. raise your hand if that's ever worked out Right and and no and everybody's always like oh it's a nightmare is it hard to play with three friends and they're always like oh yes somebody's always gonna feel left out so I say it's let's just stick to small play groups and if people will listen I was teaching social distancing when social distancing wasn't cool when social wasn't cool I mean I really I was like have small play gatherings yeah well so. Anyway, but that that's totally true. But I did, but I told them to be aware of when you're maybe to possibly social cues. Not yeah, pay attention to the social cues that social if cues. someone's got. And it, I I tell them this like even if I'm talking, if I go on on a, on a rant or if I'm talking to my friends on the phone, I'm like, oh my gosh, by the way, tell me if you have to go. I'm just sitting here going on. A tangent. I hate when you're ranting on something and you're and you're trying to get it out beca- to your friend and they're j- because you want like some somebody to hear you. You know, it's your friend, so you're trying to get a listening ear, and then they're like, well, don't yell at me. Like I. Hate those people. Are you okay. Say, are you telling me that to me? No. Do you, do, do you say that? <laughs> I think I do. Do you? No. Oh. No. No. But I, people have done that before, and I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just ranting and raving. I'm not yelling at you about oh, it. Yeah. I'm just yelling. Well, don't yell at me for that. Do, well, well, don't yell at me. <laughs> I'm like, no. You're the one who's supposed to be like, oh my, I cannot believe that. You know, with yeah, me. Get get on your side. Yeah. Get I mean, on your side. On. You're really then, good at getting on my side. Then Thanks, it's over. Trace. You're not so good at getting not, on my side. I know. Sometimes I like, you're like, but you're also good you're at like, being, I don't want to hear this negativity this early in my morning. So get get away from me. Well, I have to go. I don't want to hear this. And so, I'm like, it's true. I'm but boundaries. You want to hear when I have to hear all of your negative crap. I just hear it and I no. get on board and I'm like, what a jerk! I know. I do really appreciate that, but sometimes I'm not ready for it and I don't know. I didn't expect it. So if I was just having my first cup of coffee, I don't really feel like you know. Sometimes you have to be a good sister. It's kind of like friend, a, and you just have to you have to I take know. it when it's when it's needed, not when it's convenient for you. I know, Missy. true. But it's kind of like Ghostbusters too when they put the slime in the toaster. And we, they start yelling at the toaster, and then the, the toaster starts bouncing around. You know, it's just, 
I cannot just like that. believe that you can whip out that analogy right like that so it's quickly. Just that like that. Outstanding. Okay, Vigo. Uh, Vigo. Set yourself Vigo. up for success. Don't yell at the toaster. The toaster's going to bounce around. Don't pull a Vigo. Don't be a Vigo. Don't be a Vigo. Um, Got it. Check. Yeah, but anyway. We both so, learned something here, Allison. I feel closer to you now. So I wanted Even to though I your, don't want to be any closer to you. But so I, but I did want to talk about that scenario because it's hard for adults and kids. Well, I think kids who have a neighborhood where they go back and forth and walk over to each other's house all the time. First of all, I teach in my classes that even if you are in a neighborhood like that, call first. Yeah. Second of all, you need to teach your kids, hey, if you go over to the neighbor's house and they have kids already over, you need to come home because they've already got plans. So that's or something ask that you if need it's to okay. kind of get straight. And say, is it okay? You know, totally understand either way. Is it okay if I stay and play? If not, totally understand. Right. And and then like you said, teach them about social cues. If they if you're getting the vibe they don't want you there, well then you need to go find a different friend to play with because they've kind of already got something going on. And isn't that true? You know, we can say that the more the merrier, yes. But sometimes, you know, if if they have somebody that they've made an actual play date with, it's a little different if somebody else just kind of comes into the picture while they've got their vibe going on or whatever they have going on, you know. Tracy, and we can say the same thing about Or if they have people in town. Like when our cousin's in town and one of the neighbors walks over, you know, a lot of times the cousins just kind of really want to hang with each other. And right. they start forming their own little cousin cult right. that they form in the backyard. Definitely. And, you know, another person is really not, we don't need another kid around when we have all those kids together usually, right. typically as well, right. like as parents. So, you know, I think it's our job as parents to kind of make sure that's clear to our kids in, in a neighborhood where they do walk back and forth over to people's houses. And I've heard from a lot of moms too while we're on the subject that if you do have that scenario also, you need to tell your kids they can't just open somebody's refrigerator and just eat all their food. I had a friend that what? she always bought all the good snacks and she had popsicles in her fridge all the time and stuff for the kids, but they would like abuse it and almost take advantage of her. And she was like, I'm oh. spending $5,000 on oh, all these snacks and they're just going in I'm and eating 20 cool a day. Mom. And it's a lot of kids that their parents restrict them so much at home they don't have anything sweet like their parents are so hardcore about them being like vegan or healthy or whatever that they go over to their friend's house and they go nuts and they eat all their food and that's all they do is eat the whole entire time they're there because their parents have been so restrictive with them yes and those parents just a hint to you when they go to college, they're gonna they're gonna go out of control. They're gonna be eating chef boyardee every night because they're gonna go they, nuts if you restrict them too much. You they're can't. Gonna, they're you gonna. Got, you can have them be healthy, but I don't think I think you can be definitely too restrictive. They're gonna up um, Gumby's uh, stock. Gumby's, Gumby's pizza. I don't know <laughs> what they that go, is. You don't know what Gumby's pizza is? What are you talking? No, about? I don't think we had that. Oh my god, we had Norms at College of Charleston. Norm, Norms, Norms. Um, Shout out to all my College of Charleston but, peeps. Tracy, it, it is something that we said also with like adults, like, you know, know where you're wanted. I mean, and I've had to have recent situations where I'm like, <laughs> if someone's backing away from you, don't keep walking forward. <laughs> but, you know, know where you're wanted and go find the people that want, want you, around. you around. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, but good point. One thing I'm trying to work hard on with my kids is like, what I've been learning in therapy is like, it's okay for them to have those feelings. You know, but how do we react with those? You know, what? Do, how do you act upon those? So, like, it's okay that you don't want to play with somebody. And it's we've been taught in the South with good manners to say, oh, okay, it's okay. I'm just going to have people, you know, I'm going to have to deal with it because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Southern and I have good manners and mm-hmm. I have to deal with it. And we do that as adults. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's okay. It was just, but how do you maneuver around it? So, I guess just. Just be nice. And if, yeah, if you see somebody pulling away from you, maybe you can just not take it personally and think. Maybe they're going through something right now. Maybe they need a break from me right now. Okay, I'm just going to go find somebody else that wants to be around me. And sometimes you do have to suck it up for a little bit. I told Asher that. I was like, you know, if you if you're, if it's not something that you, have to be nice. you 100% love, sometimes you do have to deal with it, you mm-hmm. know, men. Um, 
Mm. But next time, if you want that situation to change, we've got to think of ways to set yourself up for success. Like maybe we have him over to our house next time so Mm. that that's not an issue, you know, or whatever it is. So it's just like, Mm -hmm. but it's hard to maneuver. So he was crying when he made the apology call? He left a message? He was not crying. He was teary, but he he cried. Do you think he was crying for himself that he was having to make the call or crying because he felt bad about what he did? That's like, a, you know, the, I'm reading this book called um, Secrets of a Psychopath or something <laughs> like that. I think that's what it's called. Psychopath Secrets or something. And it's this guy who studied psychopaths forever. It sounds awesome. It is awesome. It gets real technical and goes into like his career path, which I'm not interested in, um, about, you know, all the jobs he's had and a lot of a lot of stuff about MRIs and the brain and everything, which is interesting to me just because that's what we studied when, when I was majoring in psychology, getting my degree. So it's a lot, bringing back a lot of that stuff that I've got buried in my brain somewhere from my college days uh-huh. that I actually did learn something uh-huh. and um but he does talk about a lot about psychopaths and how they differ how their brains differ da, 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 the different thing like he said psychopath- are you calling Asher a psychopath <laughs> I'm just saying he might be I'm kind of confused here <laughs> no I think that he was upset that he was in trouble and he knew that he had um right. disappointed us right and that's okay he's learning I mean but they say you know psychopaths did- don't have any um they don't have empathy, but they also don't have uh, a sense of morality. So they don't care. You know, like if they do something wrong, they'd be more apt to, yeah, cry for themselves that they've been caught, but not necessarily cry that they killed someone. Yeah, I don't think he's a serial killer. No, no. So, uh, but thank you for your tips. Um, but I I think that he was upset that he had disappointed us, and he's learning. I mean, eight yes. was a tough year. You know, I, yeah. I remember stealing Garfield and Odie's from uh, Treasury Drug. <laughs> And mom busting me, you know, like when I was eight years old, third grade. Yeah. Like, um, she oh, told me sure. I couldn't have those toys. I wanted them and I stole them from the handy pantry. And what was that? No, I think it was, um, there's like a little hardware store down there by, uh, Eckerd. Anyway, mm, and Ace? just Ace Hardware. I don't know what it was, yeah. but I, um, but sure enough, I wasn't very smart because I was playing with the toys like while mom was cooking dinner. And mom's like, hey, I'm like, hey, Garfield and Odie. <laughs> And mom's like, where'd you get those? What are you doing with those? Are, you know, she knew that I had just mm-hmm. asked if I could have them. And then I had them. Like, what a dummy. Yeah. And, and they marched you back up there, remember? They sure did. They marched and they, you right back up there. Uh, they Made put me in the car. In. And I had to go say I was sorry that I took these. And they didn't belong to me. We didn't pay for them. And I stole them. I had to say I'm a thief. I'm, I'm a, a dirty, thief. rotten thief. <laughs> I'm a scoundrel. Yeah. And so, but that's what made me. I mean, so if Asher doesn't want to call more parents to say he he's sorry, quit. then he's going to learn to... Quit it. Treat people accordingly, you know? So I think that was a good lesson. I'm For gonna, sure. But I love giving them more opportunities to get on the phone because they're all so ridiculous. Guess what? I'm doing a video. Okay, guys. So listen up. While you're all bored, even though I am, I made my own meme today. See? Mm-hmm. See? This this, this, mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. this uh, quarantine mm-hmm. is really giving me new skills. I don't know why I've never made my own memes before. Hello. But I made my own meme today. And it's it was really funny. Homeschool. Thought you would like it since it contained a scarlet quote. I loved it. Uh, but listen, um, when all the people looking for homeschool ideas, I am going to be doing some free, of course, videos, some manners and etiquette videos Good for practice. you to watch with your children or for your children to watch. And one of them is going to be telephone man- manners because that's what we can do while we're all quarantined. They can we call, can call each other. Yes. yes. Relatives. We can call friends and we can work on our telephone skills. That's a great idea. Nobody has a home phone anymore, so they don't have to answer their home phone anymore. But I still teach it in my classes because guess what they're gonna have to go get a job and answer a a business phone and from the people that I've talked to lately they're gonna need some training because they don't know what they're doing are these the same people that are at the bars they're the same people that are at right the now place, place who has my car oh yeah they're the same people who have 
Chicken oh, wings. these are the same people that are at the bars. Yes, yeah, that idiots. are that are going to the bars in droves. Idiots. Saying, you know, we're all going to be fine. You guys are overreacting. Idiots. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. This is a great opportunity. I'm going to organize some things. Oh, yeah. I cleaned my pantry yesterday. Mm-hmm. There's this, like, underneath our stairs, I've, like, put all these picture books and pictures and albums, and, and I, I'm oh. going to go get in there. My house has never been cleaner. I've, I'm catching up on laundry. I'm doing all the things. My house has never been cleaner. My friend Elizabeth made a post today. She's like, I wanna, I'm going to try, try to start things, saying things like, Things I get to do while on I saw that. quarantine. And I love it because I'm, like I said, I'm living my best life. Somebody just posted on our neighborhood page. Would you like to know? It's a great idea. It's an absolute great idea. And I saw a version of this the other day. They said to like color pictures or do some art and, put, and um, tape it to your windows so that when people are walking the neighborhood by themselves. Let's hope. Not with others. Let's hope. Uh, they can look in everybody's windows and see the different art. That everyone does. And I thought, that's cute. My kids love art. So I thought, we'll do that. Are you listening? I am. I'm looking don't, at me like you're confused. Well, where would you put it in your, which window would you put? Like what? The would, outside windows of the front of your house. You see, you're back here in the no man's land. So you don't really count. But the people that are So what window would you put yours on? Street, Oliver's or like Ella's? All the windows in the front of the house. When you walk by that, you would see them. That's nice. This is a crazy world that we're living in right now. Right. So anyway, this says, okay, over the next few weeks, Tracy, you have plenty of paintings you could put out there. Oh, plenty. Oh my God. I just went up in Joe's office a minute ago. I try not to ever go up there because it just makes me mad. And I went up there to tell him, well, number one, I went up there to show him that I had showered and put makeup on. And because, you know, I mean, uh, by the way, and I did that, Allison, look. All it took was a quarantine to take the Eileen Warnos out of me. Who's Eileen Warnos now, Allison? Um, You. No, I look great. Oh, okay. Well, I'm all dressed, guys. I have makeup on. I, I flat iron my hair. I look great because I'm going to be doing um, some videos later. But also, I just felt like if you're feeling depressed from being in your house and you're running around Get in your dressed. pajamas and you're eating all the Doritos and you feel gross Doritos and like a are disgusting delicious. pig after a, a few weeks after of doing this, get up. Get dressed, put some makeup on, even though you're not going anywhere. It is it is a proven fact that my son is nicer to me when I'm dressed and have makeup on. It's a proven fact that Ashley's nicer to mom when she puts makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably nicer to mom too. Uh, but no, for real though, Oliver treats me nice. He's like, well, you look nice. And he'll be like, mommy. Um, and he just like wants to be me when I don't look so ugly and nasty like he's nicer to me and I think Joe is too Trace, and that's yes, not by the way true. the quarantine you guys doing wonders I've, I've had sex with my husband oh geez I, I, I mean Tracy this is a children's show <laughs> just kidding <laughs> I mean, they, have you seen the memes that are like I wonder how many babies are gonna be Ew. born of December or whatever um so be careful with that guys um but yeah, I mean, there's nothing else to do, right? right. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that's why I feel like we got to go on a walk, like because like we're we're gonna just be drinking, cooking, hanging out, anyway. having a party. I'm ready to party. Um, uh, but if you get anxious, you might not want to drink because it makes you anxious the next day, and then you're gonna you're gonna have heart palpitations and be like, "Am I dying? Do I have the coronavirus?" P.S. By the way, my daughter is just like my husband. She's so chill. She like was she coughed because we both have really bad allergies right now, and she, she coughed the other day. And I go, Oh God! Do you feel okay? Do you have a headache? Is your is your? Can't let me hear your head. And she's like, "I'm fine, mom." And I was like, "Do you think you have the coronavirus?" And she was like, "No." And I was Thanks. like, "Thanks, no, okay. I don't." She's like, "No, I don't." And I was like, "All right," because you know everybody talks about how anxious their kids are and stuff. I mean, if somebody said that to me, it would spin me out of control. Yeah. She was like, "No, I, I think I'm fine." Thanks, I like, I'm fine. Mm-mm. 
Um, anyway, here's the idea. Over okay. the next few weeks, many of us will be increasing our time spent at home. I was thinking about a way for our community to still get outside and do something fun while still keeping a safe distance. On St. Patrick's Day, let's have a neighborhood shamrock hunt for the kids in the community. Oh, that's, that's adorable. That's just like our scavenger hunt. All you have to do is put a shamrock in your window on March 17th. That's it. Color it, paint it, cut it out, print it from a computer, whatever. Then we can get outside, walk around, and see how many shamrocks we can find. I know my small kids will get a kick out of finding shamrocks. Who was that, Rebecca? No human contact, get fresh air, no toilet paper necessary. Oh my gosh. Just put a shamrock in your window and let the kids find them. Boom. Tracy, people are so creative. Tracy, was that Rebecca? No, no, um, somebody, I don't know where it came from. Somebody had found it from somebody else and posted it on our neighborhood. Speaking of, page. I got this funny little, uh, little, uh, I guess it's not really a meme, but my friend Michelle said, it, she, it says, CDC, prepare for a virtual or a viral outbreak. People, I should stock up. CDC, not a bad idea. Some extra hand sanitizer and disinfectant would be smart. People, I buy toilet paper and water. CDC, what? No, that's a, it's a virus. People, snowstorm? CDC, no, you'll be able to go out. You just need to be mindful about cleanliness. People, I stay home till snow gone. CDC, <laughs> there's no snow. People, dot, dot, dot. CDC, dot, dot, dot. People, uh. I have 300 cases of water. <laughs> CDC, and it's got the uh, emoji of people slapping their head. No, people are definitely misunderstanding the assignment. <laughs> Here, okay? They're they're definitely misunderstanding the assignment. But you know what was funny? I, while I was at the store yesterday, the same guy who was on the knees getting the nuts. Nuts. I saw him in another aisle. You know how you kind of follow around the same people? You're like, ah, me again. Hey, yeah. hey me again. Oh, You're still yeah. in my way. Yeah. <laughs> You're still in my way. Get out from under me. Get out of here. Get I off love of the me. meme that's like, oh, the, the, um, the, the, uh, what do you call it? The, that, the fact that I am a, the image that I'm a nice person is very easily taken away by somebody walking slowly in front of me in the grocery store. Oh. Like, That's funny. The mirage. That. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. So, but he was in there and he was like, he was like, what aisle is this? <laughs> and um, it was like the toilet paper aisle and the, and the to- you know, the. Um, oh, and, and there was no toilet paper? Well, yeah, of course not. But everyone's known there's no toilet paper anywhere. But he was like, it was like they, w- with them on their hands and knees looking for the nuts. I'm like, what are you doing in here? Like, do you know what's going on? Like, are you- Do you need help? No, it's like he was Austin Powers and had just woken up from a cryogenic sleep. <laughs> and. And I was like, do you not know the deal? He was like, what, what am I doing in this yeah, nutshell? Yeah. How did I get into this very big nutshell? But it was really weird. I was like, yeah, I don't trust you, man. I get don't out of here. Are you from out of town? Are you from out of town? Um, um, so anyway. I did hear a really nice story. Somebody said that an old, an old man walked in. It was just a post. I don't know who, who this happened to, but it's just a story on Facebook. And it's probably made up, but who cares? Uh, Fake news. So this old man walked in and he was like almost in tears. And he was looking for toilet paper and he had his really elderly wife with an oxygen tank back in the car, waiting in the car for him. And you could tell he had he had been to like a bunch of no. different stores and he was just worn out and he was on the verge of tears, you know, because no. he couldn't find any toilet paper. What did they do? And so this man said, "I'll help you." And it took him an hour and he went to all these different places and found the guy some toilet paper and gave it to him. You know, it's just people are just it's just so sad. So don't hoard things, everyone. Get and, some, like, I went and got medicine just in case, like, just, like, if all four of us got the flu. Yeah. Right? So I got some Tylenol, ibuprofen, right. lozenges, cough medicine, you know, just in case the kids do get some sort of mild version of it, even though I don't know how they will because we're not going. Speaking of. Nobody's coming in or out. I'm a virtual shut-in. One of the but, best baby gifts I ever received. If we get it from you is what I mean. Oh. If we get it from you. Right. You'd get it from me. Um, 
one of the best baby gifts I ever received was when somebody gave me a little like little carrier case. It was almost like a shower carrying case of baby and medicine. And that was probably like $250. It was probably 100 bucks, And they... And that was so nice. What a nice gift. Such a nice baby gift. Um, but I, I can't believe more stuff, people aren't hoarding more stuff like that. Like there seemed to be plenty of that in the toilet paper. No and you're like, hmm. I'm um, kind of winning being a boy mom. We don't have, you don't, we don't use a lot of toilet oh, paper right. around here. I saw so somebody else said that I'm too. like, this is kind of a win over here, guys. Oh, my kids are using toilet, you know, all of our, <laughs> using toilet paper like people use electricity before the hurricane. You know, when you're just like, sucking d- it all you've up. Got the, you're sucking it. You're like doing laundry, doing the dishes, got the air turned Filling down up to bathtubs. like 40. <laughs> yeah. Using all the energy you possibly can because you know you're about to lose it. <laughs> He's literally taking toilet paper and being like, oh. I need to wipe my nose. Or, yeah, I'm and like, like <laughs> please stop. Please stop. Please stop. All right. So we've got an email. Thank you for sending in emails, everybody. We got a few more. I guess we have to be mean to you. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess we have to yell at you to get you to send stuff in. Okay? Uh, so thank you to this listener. And by the way, let us know if you want to be anonymous or not. Because we never know if we should say your name or not. If you want us to say your name, we're happy to. Because, you know, we forget half the time and we do it anyway. But totally. we're trying to keep people anonymous in case they want to be. But just tell us one way or the other. Okay? Take, yeah. take that decision out for us. But anywho. Okay. So we got an email. Thank you. And please send them. I'm sure you're going to have them while you're trapped inside yeah. your house yeah. with your family. Um, I'm sure you're going to have all kinds of problems that you need advice about. Okay? I actually, I just got an email right now that I want to, that um, makes me have my own email to write to the show to get advice on from us. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> let's throw that in. Yeah, everybody's got nothing but time on their hands. Uh, okay, yeah. so it says the subject's longtime listener, first time writer, which is hilarious. Hilarious. And it says, hey gals, I just want to, I just want you to know that I absolutely love listening to your podcast. I work from home and you better believe I love listening and laughing while I'm typing away. Thank you. I'm not sure if you remember me, but I was in junior league with y'all. Oh, yay, yay. I have a question for y'all. I have a sibling whom I love to pieces. I mean, sharing a womb. Oh, oh, it's an identical twin. Sorry. Identical twin sister. Twin love who I love to pieces. I mean, sharing a womb with somebody and doing your whole life together creates a bond that can't be put into words. True. However, she can be rather snippy and harsh in her language. She is very black and white about things, no sway, etc. It doesn't phase me because we say a quick I'm sorry and move on. Sounds familiar, eh, Al? Mm. Um, totally. Then it is completely out of my head. Well, her and my husband do not get along. He doesn't get why I love her so much because she can be a little rough around the edges. Not white trash rough around the edges, but not warm. (laughs) We all live in different states, so when we see each other, it's for a few days, holidays, birthdays, etc. I'm sure you know that after day two or three, patients started running, patients start running in the trip just goes completely south I'm not sure how to navigate asking my sister to be a little smoother and my husband to just suck it up and get over it he always thinks I'm defending her and my sister thinks she isn't doing anything wrong what should I do hashtag caught in the middle thanks for the help keep up the good work P.S. you have a listener in Thomasville Georgia so your reach is expanding I listen on Spotify and can't rate but I would if I could awesome thanks thank you thank you for sending in the email you're amazing well this is something that I think is so hits so close to home because especially with our family and me having a twin um you know sometimes emotions can run high you know especially when there's unstressful situations first thing i would say is go to therapy 
I mean, if I'm not sure if you've been to therapy with your husband, but this is a big issue that's never going to go away. So you have to come up with a plan to get through it. Like, you know, for instance, we're all, you know, hitting 40. Soon, we all might have parents living with us, you know, where it's not just going to be you and your husband. And it might be, I mean, if your sister gets sick or, you know, sometimes you have to put your sister first, which I've had to do this last two and a half years. And it's definitely, you know, put put a strain on, um, on my husband and myself because you want to care for everybody. And what people don't understand about a twin, and I think I've said it before, when I'm holding her hand, it's like I'm holding my own hand. She is me. She is a, she's totally a piece of me. And so I, in my, my world is completely right when I'm with my husband and my twin, especially I love that they're, they were friends first. Um, but, you know, that doesn't mean that emotions can't run high and, but communication is key here and figuring out a way to navigate that um, that makes everyone feel respected is a key so um, you know I don't know if you're into that I wasn't so much into therapy before I started I have loved every minute of it because I've just learned how to communicate because luck and I are very different and how we handle things. And just like you said earlier, you can just forget about it. I had struggles with that with another friend of mine who is an only child. Yeah, we talked about that, about, you know, friends who don't have siblings, or I don't know if the this husband has a sibling, but even if he has brothers, it's probably still different, right? Right. But, you know, when you say things or you, you know, and you just forgive each other really quickly and you get over it, and then they're not ready for that yeah they can't do that as well right Right. Uh uh-huh but I mean for me if therapy is your your advice you know that's great but if you don't want to do that I almost feel like all three of them needed to be in there for the therapy but you could just have therapy with just you and your husband saying you know you need to respect me a little bit more because I love my sister and this is putting me in a really this is this is stressing me out it's putting me in a really bad spot in between you two because I love you both the same honestly right right I mean I don't want to lose you but I also am not going to lose her she's my family she's my twin sister she's not going anywhere so Mm -hmm. get used to it so um I will say I mean the fact that she doesn't live in her same town that's so sad already the saddest it's the saddest and so you know, number one, you could go on some more girls trips with her and leave him at home, you know, where you can spend quality time where you don't feel like he's stressing you out or ruining it for you or you're having to worry about both of them getting along, you know, do a lot more girls trips with just you two or you go visit her um, or go somewhere else. Also, um, the holidays, you know, like you're mentioning, you obviously all have to be there. Now, if you don't live in the same city and that's a holiday and that's one of the only times you get to see her, then I do kind of feel like he needs to suck it up. And, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, but whatever she's doing to annoy you over two, three, four days, I feel like you need to just let it go because it's my sister and I love her and I want to enjoy the time. So just try to let more things roll off your back, okay? But I think, like Allison said, communication is key. If she does something completely ridiculous, you know, that's just outright disrespectful to your husband, well, you can't really put up with that either. So then you can maybe say in front of all of them, just say, you know, hey, sister, you know, let's not, let's all be nice. Let's all get along. Let's try to treat each other with respect, you know. Mm-hmm. But I would have a separate conversation with both of them. And with totally. your sister, I would say... I love my husband. This really stresses me out that y'all aren't getting along because you're the two people I love most in the world. You know, how can we fix this? What do you think? What are your thoughts? And is it that the sister, the twins almost need more information because it's like, does, does, does the twin sister think there's a problem or not? Right. Does she just think that she's she's done nothing wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, 
is it sounds like she thinks that she hasn't done anything, so she doesn't really understand what the problem is, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, for the for the husband, you could say, you know, what are the things that bother you most? You know, maybe we can all three sit down and talk like adults and that say. That's dicey. I can see where she'd be nervous. She'd be nerve-wracked to, to do that. Yes. But I think having a private conversation with each of them before the – before like how can I make this get super- to the root of the problem is yeah. it jealousy are Respect. you both jealous of each other because you they both they both love you so much and want time with you is that it what's the root issue here why do they not like each other because hey this is good Tracy you know they both love you right so they have that in common so I mean and you obviously you know you love both of them so it's like why are you why are you What's in strife? Really What's really going on? Yeah. Because I want you guys, I want us to all love each other and get along and be nice and be happy and have great holidays together. Let's just, it's and like, then also you can kind of then maybe, once you figure out what the real problem is, then maybe, because um, she says, she says, she said she can be harsh, um, but then it says, her and my husband don't get along. He doesn't get why I love her so much because she can be a little rough around the edges. Well, the answer is because she's your twin sister. You're going to love her through thick and thin, and you love her more than anybody else in this world. I mean, so for him to say she's a little rough around the edges, A, is a little bit disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, um, but if she has been outright rude to him, I can see why he would think that. Um, Sounds like they need to go on a ropes course together. That's what I was going to say. They need they need a trust fall. <laughs> they need a trust fall. They need, they need team building. They need, they need to do team building uh, exercises. I, I would tell you what. Say that. I've actually, speaking of, like I've been in certain situations where I had to be, I spend a lot of time with somebody that I was actually frankly scared of because I was like, they are so much different from me. They handle things differently and I don't know if I could spend that much time with them but we were forced to because of we had to go to this training together and ended up, She's like now one of my best friends. Oh, and it's how because did you get we, there? Because I just had to get to know her. I didn't know her. She didn't know me. And I think we had a lot of... Maybe, maybe the twin and the husband need to... Well, this can also get dicey, but get together and go with coffee by themselves. <laughs> yeah, no, they need to spend time together to get to know why they're like that, you know? and Because it says, it says, he thinks I'm always defending her and my sister thinks she's not doing anything wrong. Okay, so the sister doesn't see what the problem is, it sounds like. So it doesn't sound like the sister has a problem with him. Right. Sounds like he has a problem with her and everything she does annoys him. And then he he then gets mad at his wife, this, the listener, because mm-hmm. she's defending her sister. Well, you need to have a long talk with your husband and say, this is my twin. She's not going anywhere. I'm going to defend her always, of course, because she's my sister. Right. I want you guys to get along. But, you know, what's the real deal here? Why don't why can't you try to like her? And this is something we need to think about people who aren't married yet. Because when all of us sisters were dating before we were all married, and my sisters, a couple of them, have dated mainly the twins, would date people that would have strife with one of us, usually me. <laughs> um, and, you know, guess what? It's not going to work. I mean, you are going to put your, if you marry somebody your family doesn't like, Right. Or that doesn't get along with your sisters or have respect for the fact that, like, we all told our husbands, that's why our, all our husbands are the same person. They're all, like, super chill. Mm. They're all, they all, like, and they, you know, they, we told them all pretty much up front before we all got married, didn't you, Allison? Like, my sisters are everything to me. Mm-hmm. My sisters are everything to me. You know, y- you need to love them and get along with them or this isn't going to work. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I told Luck on our wedding night, pick one city, pick one sister. We're moving by one of them. Which one's it going to be? But, I win. Yeah. But he's regretting that choice now. Um, but, you know, I love, Tracy, your advice. And I have to say, you guys, Tracy 
I always say is always right. Yeah, always right. As much as you try to fight it, like she's always right. And, you know, Tracy, I love when you give the advice. You got to sometimes flip the switch on these guys. You know, oh, we do a lot yeah. of tiptoeing around irritable men. Men. And we want it, we want them to love us and to... Love our men listeners. And we want them to be, you know happy and we want to do all these things but sometimes you got to flip the switch on them and be like listen this you're is not, not okay this. and you're not going to do this this no. is not acceptable behavior you're not going to treat my twin like this no. you're not going to treat my sister like this you're not going to like ruin my holiday every time by being a grumpy you know jerk to my sister right okay if you can respect me that means respecting my sister and allowing me to have a good time with her over the holidays and you only have to suck it up for three or four days so do it right and also maybe you know? if you want to be the sweet you know wife what kind of ways can we set the, set you up for success? You right. know, do you need to make sure that you have your um, morning jog? Go you know? take a break from the you family. You don't need the kids. Like if you don't, I, I got the, I got bedtime. Like whatever it is that helps set them up for success. Same thing with your sister, but she doesn't seem to, you know, she doesn't know. But I think you can I know. say to your sister, "Hey, don't throw any jabs. Don't don't yeah. poke the bear. Yeah, like, don't try poke not the bear. to. Right. Let's let's try to be nice so that we can all get on a good same page and then forget the past and move forward in a good direction." And you know, Tracy and I recently had a conversation because she said something. I think we talked about it last week that kind of hurt my feelings, and and it was good for us to just talk about it and in, in, in the right form in the right time. You can say hard, you can have hard conversations mm-hmm. and it can improve everybody's situation. Yeah, she was like, I don't want to hear this stuff right now. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just, my job is not to worry about your husband's feelings. My job as your sister and your friend is to worry about you and make sure you're getting taken care of. And I didn't feel like you were. And so it was that kind of scenario. Like, you know, um, but I was like, okay, got it. Like, I'll stop. You yeah. Know? But I understand so that's I do not think what you want to hear right now. There's a right time. Um, but those conversations are necessary, especially with your twin. And she's your twin, and I I know what twins are like, and I know that she'll support you in that. And um, if she doesn't, then that's another that's another Saturday night. Yeah, Maybe and you can talk to her and say, look, I don't want this to be uncomfortable every time y'all are in the same room. He's not going anywhere either. I'm, we're married. We, have a baby. we made this commitment. Yeah. You know, do they have a baby? They have two cute babies. Oh, they have kids. Yeah. Okay, well then he's the father of your niece and nephew. Like, let's all just try to get along. So if you can, just try to be like overly nice uh-huh. for my sake, if not for all of our sakes. Like, let's just all try and to get along and be And that probably can help happy. her uh, in, other, in other relationships as well. Right. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Right. It sounds like this guy really has it out, you know, doesn't, is, does not enjoy well, and the listen, twin. And he's going to have to, he's going to have to take steps to try to get over it. And I have found mm-hmm. men in their forties, they're getting real uh, tired of, you know, they're getting set in their ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they like it one way and mm-hmm. that that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's challenging, but, um, but Keep yeah. Keep us updated. Communicate, communicate, communicate. And if it's not therapy, there are tons of like books and, you know, podcasts you can listen to on how to communicate more effectively with siblings I mean just there it's out there just look for it mm-hmm. it's out there mm-hmm. that you can get so free advice open and everybody just trying their best for that short amount of time but we know girl when we get together for our families we love it we love it we love it all the pictures are true it's not like we're faking it we have the best time we have a ball but also know your limits we always want to stay four days and Too long. I always remind everyone I'm like hey everyone no three nights is plenty by the third night and by the fourth day everyone's getting on each other's nerves everyone's ready it's a lot of close quarters for those holidays it's a lot of time together a lot of people have different parenting styles different personalities oh, a lot, yeah. you know a lot going on people get hung over if you've been drinking a lot and then people get irritable and you know just sharing a house with people it gets dicey and I'm like we all want to leave by that time remember guys don't, we don't need to stay another night right we so don't. set yourself up by for success by maybe not staying 
too long. If he thinks that's too long, however long you're staying over those holidays, maybe cut it down by a day and leave on a high note. Mm -hmm. You know, just at least for a little while until everybody gets on the same page. Right. You know? Right. And then like, and yeah, give him breaks. Let him go do his own thing a little bit, you know, when you're together so that he can get a break from everybody or whatever. But I think both of them giving it some effort because they know it's hurting you. If they both love you, they should both want to hopefully try and make nice for your sake so that everybody can, you know, so that, so it's not ruining your time the whole time because you're probably so stressed to the gills. You can't even enjoy yourself. Right. That's terrible. So I'm sorry. And I'm sending you a virtual hug. Those are the only hugs I'm given for right. the longest right. time. Right. Hugs. Maybe maybe forever. This is a perfect excuse for, for me not to not to This was a great email. Great. It was. Thank, Thank you. you for writing and in. um guys, we're gonna keep sticking together. We're gonna try to get Joe on here. Soon. So guys, we have a we're going to be posting Joe has a Apparently, it's just come to light that uh-huh. Joe has recorded this like his poetry to music. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's his poetry to music, and it's almost meditational though. It's awesome, and it is kind of good. It's actually really he good. He made us close our eyes and listen to it. He did, and we did. And actually, I was like, that's really really good. So we're gonna post that, and then we're gonna have him on our next episode. We're gonna do a mini sword, and hopefully tonight. Yeah. And we're going to have him on, uh, and he's going to do some calm, meditative talks for us all that are going to get us through this, guys. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. And I will also post a couple episodes. I talked about my summer camp, my manners camp, where I make them, um, I make the kids write a list. I'm not bored because for the summer. Oh, that's great. So I'm going to post my kids. Uh, later today or sometime this week to show you what I mean. But that's one of the exercises you can do with your kids while you're in here. Great make, idea. Make a list of all of their ideas of the things they can do. But yes, don't kill yourself trying to be a teacher. You, you know, guys, I think if we keep them like up and moving, <laughs> I don't think you need to make, you know, have this crazy rigid schedule. But if that works for you and you're type A and your kids are type A, then do do it. But if it doesn't, don't be too hard on yourself. Don't beat yourself up. We're not, we, we weren't trained for this. We were, we didn't, we're not teachers for a reason. Right. Um, I know I will have a hard time with it, with my children, but I, th- I think as long as you keep them reading, not on their screens 24 seven, um, doing things like the videos that I'm going to be posting, um, with activities for, you know, writing thank you notes. Maybe you haven't thought about writing letters to people. Writing letters to people that are oh, shut yeah. in nursing homes is a great idea. Yep. Doing some art. Getting outside and playing with just themselves and learning how to get along. It's made our family closer already, I feel like. Downloading you know? Disney Plus. I just watch Big Business. We watch family. We have family movie night every night. And Old I mean, School Freaky Friday with Jodie Foster. Right. Sleep in. Enjoy yourselves. I think you can do some work. But if you homeschool, I think all the homeschool parents probably will tell you, they don't do six hours of work like when they go to regular school it only takes a couple hours to get everything they need to get done so and sure, if you're off some things there's tons of virtual museums that are doing tours maybe get your kids to do some of that there's a lot of people doing free programs right now I have a free program if you guys want me to add you to a fun group it's for um school it's like kids too, too cool for school uh, okay. group it's like people share ideas we'll post it I'll be posting the manners videos so they can work on stuff like that make sure we're not shaming anyone oh I've been doing this all along yes wah, let's not wah, judge wah, anyone wah, wah, and, wah. let's not judge anybody else wah. let's go out there and be kind guys <laughs> if somebody coughs 
don't glare at them, okay? It might be allergies. Um, Tracy but, will be glaring at them for you. <laughs> no, I will be <laughs> stepping kidding. back at a rapid pace, okay? I won't be out, so I don't have to worry about it. But I did just make a post, and somebody just shared it in Germany. Bless I know, it. Tracy, it's gone viral. I did just make a post about social distancing because it isn't about you. It's about the people who have immune-compromised um you know systems that that it really will be a killer for them and it's about when they if they have to go to the hospital for one of their regular needs there will not be a ventilator in a bed because this thing will get out of control if we don't social distance if we don't stay in it's only a couple weeks y'all we can do it you can cook at home learn how to cook maybe well watch julie and julia oh Um, what a great troll learn how to learn how to cook maybe this is your chance if you don't like cooking maybe your kids can do some cooking make some breakfast for dinner you know Yeah. Cook at home a little more. Well, eat with your family around the table. Enjoy each other's company. This isn't going to last forever. We'll all go back to the hustle and if bustle. We so. Pay attention and do the things right now, then it won't be too long. Right. It'll be shorter. If everyone stays in. God, and don't think idiots. you don't have control over your 20 year olds or your high schoolers. Or And, you know, be the be, make the tough decisions, guys. Be the parent, well, and not I, the friend, and say no to things that you know are wrong, like letting them go out with their friends and have sleepovers and go out to bars and go to concerts. It's just not worth it. Italy said. Well, and I said to my friend yesterday, she was it. like, can I drop something off? I'm on my way over to my friend's house. And I was like, ooh. And I did. I did the thing where I was like, you're going to do that? You're judging You know, yeah. I was. I mean, but. It's hard not to judge when, when and then people are child listening and, to what they're telling us. Well, and so it's just like, so I did do the thing where I normally wouldn't, but I was like, okay, well, just be really careful. You know, they say you could do this with like one friend, but you know, just now you're seeing me and you're going over someone else's house. Well, like, the reason I posted what I posted about Baker, because I think if people, especially the younger generation that is not really thinking and they think they're going to be fine. I feel like if people see a tangible picture of someone that they might be saving their life, that then they may adhere to it when they otherwise wouldn't have. Right. True. If they see a picture of that sweet face and they're like, I could save his life by not going and getting this virus and needing a ventilator. And th- so that there's a ventilator for him if he needs it. Right. Then maybe I will stay in, you know? So, if I can make a little bit of a difference in somebody's thinking and keep one person or five people inside, that's not infecting a, you know, 30, you know? So I love that all the people that reshared that. Thank you. And Tracy, it's gone viral. 120 shares. It's crazy. That was not, it was not my intention. It was just to give people a a tangible, something to actually look at and say, and that's something else you can do. Right here is why we're not going out. Share. Okay. You got to share it. This is this right here, this little boy, things like this, people like this. This is why we're not going out so they can get the help they need that they already need. There was a, I read an article where somebody from the Ronald McDonald house in one of the states, I don't know what state it was in, but the one of the kids had the coronavirus and they were like, this could be devastating to every single kid in here. You know, so think about all these kids with cancer that are going through chemo or all these people that are have mm-hmm. health problems already or the person that has a heart attack or somebody that breaks their arm or, need, or gets in a car wreck, they're going to need these ventilators and we're not going to have them. So we got to mm. save them. We got to, mm. we got to, we got to reduce Do our part. the need for this stuff, guys. Hey, I said today, we got to stick together and be apart. <laughs> we got to stick together from a really long from distance From a distance. Apart. Well, that's what we got to do. But how great, how, how great is it? Have you seen that meme? That's like. Uh, we're gonna show uh, we Americans are gonna show them how we can sit on a couch. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> hey, listen, oh, just, this is said, what we were born. Andrea for. goes, I'm gonna try to get a bed sore. <laughs> yeah, Andrea's going for it. She's gonna stay inside. She needs to. 
Right. But I mean, we get, this is great. Relax. This is in our wheelhouse, But we guys. have like, we have so many things. We have video call. We have so many things they didn't have back in the day. Xbox. We have Netflix. We don't have to depend on cable. We don't have to depend on them taping the shows. We have so many things to entertain us. Yeah. And for us We're to good. be fine staying in our house. This, this is in our wheelhouse, guys. Dude, this is going to be God amazing. God bless America. Let's talk about the positives of, we of the coronavirus. That's really like do. what we like to do. What we get to do. All the positive things that are going to come out of this. And I'm going to leave you with something else I posted in case you didn't see it. I posted it on the Welcome to the Fam Instagram page. It's welcome to the um, at Welcome to the Fam podcast. I also posted it on our Facebook page at Welcome to the Fam on Facebook. And again, our email to send us in your advice tips or just things you like or things that have touched you or things you've done um, is Welcome to the Fam podcast at gmail.com calm so um oh well now i can't find it out tracy that was dramatic it was dramatic a halt to my dramaticness did i not put oh i must have posted it in my stories it's okay i can get in touch with it hold on one second but it's a um it was from something that i was looking at by gurpreet k gill breathe work practitioner and intuitive healer allison you know tracy um but it says what if There is so much fear, and perhaps rightfully so, about COVID-19. And what if, if we subscribe to the philosophy that life is always working out for us, that there is an intelligence far greater than humans at work, that all is interconnected? What if the virus is here to help us, to reset, to remember what is truly important? Reconnecting with family and community, reducing travel so that the environment, the skies, the air, our lungs can all get a break. Parts of China are seeing blue sky and clouds for the first time in forever with the factories oh. being shut down. Working from home rather than commuting to work is less pollution, more personal time. Reconnecting with family as there is more time at home. Uh, and an invitation to turn inwards, a deep meditation rather than the usual extroverted going out to self-soothe. Self-soothe. To reconnect with self, what is really important to me. A reset economically, the working poor, the lack of health care access for over 30 million in the U.S., the need for paid sick leave. How hard does one need to work to be able to live, to have a life outside of work? And washing our hands. How did that become a new thing that we needed to remember? But yes, we did. The presence of grace for all. There's a shift underway in our society. What if it is one that is favorable for, favorable for us? What if this virus is an ally in our evolution? And our remembrance of what it means to be connected, humane, living a simpler life, to be less impactful and more more kind to our environment. An offering from my heart this morning offered as another perspective, another way of relating to this virus, this unfolding, this evolution. It was time for a change. We all knew that. And change has arrived. What if? Wow. Slow clap. Slow clap. Sometimes you got to flip the script, guys. You got to flip the script and think about the positives of mm. the situation. It's the only way to go because, you know, we, it's what we're trying to do with this podcast, right? Yeah. Put a little positivity out there. You're not alone. Put a little kindness out there. Little laughs. You're not alone. A little, little, little bit of laughter. Little laughs. So try, try to focus on the positives, guys. Don't get taken in a paddy wagon down to Atlanta. If you're anxious. Fulton County Jail. Do some yoga. There's lots and lots of yoga programs that you can access for hey, free sleep online. In. Sleep in. Sleep you don't have to in. go anywhere. Take a day bath. Take a cardio bath. Cardio bath. Yeah. That's how you can work out. Take walks with your family. 
Play some tennis. Ride bikes. Play some soccer. Ride bikes. Don't play tennis. You can play tennis with your own family. Own family. No, no. We're going to become a traveling tennis family team? of tennis pros. Oh. Me, Joe, and Ellen Oliver. We've been playing family tennis every day. Are we going to do uh, halftime shows? Because we have a tennis court in our backyard, but guys, we gonna do halftime shows. We're gonna, yeah, we might do halftime shows. Okay, I don't know. Is there anybody gonna be on a unicycle? Teach your kid how to juggle. Unicycle. I learned how to juggle when I worked at the uh, rooftop at Vendu with limes when I was a bartender. <laughs> I could be a clown in the circus if I needed to. <laughs> I could. All right, guys, we love you. We love you guys. We'll Hang be back in there. Soon. We're gonna try to tape more as long as Allison stays away from everybody. And uh, side note, I did just see. Some uh, there's a hand soap special at Bath and Body Works with cute Easter soaps and soaps that say stay positive with a paw for Amazing. a dog. Amazing. But if you go shopping, try to go like early in the morning when nobody's there, maybe late at night to a 24 hour store. Stay, stay, stick to yourself. Mm-hmm. All right. Stock up on meds. I mean, like I said, I got Tylenol, ibuprofen, all the things in case anyone gets sick. Yes, yeah. we're going to be fine, guys. Don't hoard things, everybody. Yeah. Share. Don't panic. We're all going to be fine. We're all going to get through this. You're doing a great job. Hashtag stay home. Give yourself some, give yourself a pat on the back for, yes. for being a good mom, being a good friend, being a good daughter right now. Don't think about all the things you're doing wrong or that you screamed at your kids today. And if you are, yeah, there's always tomorrow. Well, let's move forward. <laughs> let's try to be more patient with everybody. The kids are under stress. You're under stress. Let's let's all have some patience with everybody, um, and and give yourself a break, man. Take this break. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Give yourself a big hug, because you can't hug anybody else. Else, you're gonna have to start under on hum, hugging yourself. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. And Lord help the mister who comes between me and my sister. And Lord help the sister who comes between me and my man. Just kidding. You can have my man.